This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped. The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. The Matrix is a computer-generated dream world built to keep us under control in order to change a human being. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Pain.tv. Join the discussion at Pain.tv slash gold. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. How is everyone today, ladies and gentlemen? I hope it's going to be a great week for you. Who knows? Maybe I'll have a baby come popping out of my wife this week. I don't know. It looks like it's uh, it's getting close, folks. It's getting close. So we will see what happens, and we will keep you informed of that. Thank you for all the well wishes people have sent us. We appreciate that very much right here at the Gold Household and over here at the Dustin Gold Standard. All right. I hope everyone checked out episode 69. We got into this narrative that is shaping up to basically set Elon Musk up as the president of the technocracy, folks. So I'm going to keep my eye out for that. I know I kind of went off 
off uh, script a little bit there. Uh, I had a mission to finish up Dr. James Giordano, but I thought that was very important, and I really wanted to get into the personalized feedback loop echo chambers for you. And so you can make your children and grandchildren aware of that, folks. Don't let them be driven into insanity or narcissism because of the technocratic trans humanist for everyone out there who has written me a comment a question i've been trying to get back to people i hope i was able to uh, get back to everybody again i thank everyone over at pain.tv slash gold for continuing to send over intelligence there is so much stuff piled up on my desk and some of the things i won't get to right away because I just feel like every day, even though we do two hours a day, I'm just always running out of time to put information into these shows. So we'll just continue to go at this pace for now, folks. Got a big uh, marketing plan I am working on that I'm going to send over to Commander Payne, see if we can get some new people over to the platform, some new people over to this community. We only want like-minded folks. We don't want shills and grifters and all that involved with our network. So hopefully we can grow some organic folks that come out of uh, other areas, other shows they're listening to who would be interested in Mike's content as well as mine and the stuff that Maria Albanese does on Fridays over at the Thomas Paine Podcast. So I'm working that up, hopefully be done this week and get that over to Mike. And then we'll start to see some changes over at Payne.tv with some additional content we are working on for the premium side of that platform folks so thank you to everyone who has joined pain.tv slash gold if you have not feel free to check it out for just a few dollars a month you get access to the ad-free video version of this podcast as well as the thomas Payne podcast and access to a facebook-like app and website where you can communicate with other great folks out there all right enough of that ladies and gentlemen and once again thank you to everyone who left us a five-star review and a comment over at apple podcast if you have not done that please do so it really does help the show grow i know you get stuck over there on the free side of the podcast listening to streaming ads but that's just the way the cookie crumbles if you don't like that join us over at pain.tv slash gold so please leave a comment folks it really does help the show is growing i'm very happy with that we're reaching a lot of people i see new people every day whether through twitter um telegram uh pain.tv slash gold reaching out and asking me questions or thanking me for what i'm doing you don't have to thank me folks seriously this is what i love Doing in part, as you all know, I am building this sort of master class, as many of you have deemed it, on the technocratic transhumanists as a home schooling study for my future child so they will understand the world they live in and uh, how we got here and where we are going and then they can make those choices for themselves on how to best navigate it or if they decide to live in it. Once they turn 18 years old, I will not be able to stop them. Uh, but we will see what happens. We don't even know if it's a boy or a girl at this point, folks. We decided to keep it a secret. All right. I've been working up uh, something here for my colleague who is going to try to get us out onto some other shows and spread the message of technocratic transhumanism. And I just want to read that to you folks. And I think it's perfect because today we are going to talk a little more about technocracy, the history of technocracy and about the history of transhumanism. As I work back into the document that I started 
to review the other day for you. And uh, that document is on the bioethics and transhumanism. I want to get through some of this stuff, although I do have uh, a couple of episodes planned on the theory I'm developing on the merger of technocracy and transhumanism. But I need to get some of this in here before we turn to Dr. James Giordano. Uh, We need to finish that up, but there's some stuff he's going to get into, and I think it would best uh it would be best listened to and analyzed after we have a little deeper understanding of technocracy and transhumanism we've covered it on uh, multiple episodes i trickle in a little bit here a little bit there and i've decided to do it that way because if i hit you with too much on that all at once uh, i am just afraid that people will become blackpilled and that is not the point of this show I believe we still have an opportunity to fight back. I believe we can find ways in our personal lives to live outside of the matrix. And I hope at some point people will wake up to what is going on. And once they realize what it is that is happening, they will completely reject it if it's not too late. But remember, folks, there's always way more of us than there are of them. It's just going to have to reach a point where humans decide to put our differences aside and come together to fight back against the anti-humans. As I've said here, this is a war on humanity. They are focused on engineering humanity out of existence. And so once humans figure that out, maybe we will come together and actually fight back against these folks. So let me read this for you because it's kind of an introduction of what we're going to get into, sort of a description I've been working on of what we're doing over here at the Dustin Gold Standard. It was a pretty good exercise my colleague threw me into because it made me think about what we're doing, what questions we're trying to answer, where we're trying to go with the Dustin Gold Standard. So it says right here, folks, at the Dustin Gold Standard, we research, curate, and analyze government documents white papers, lectures, and other publicly sourced intelligence to educate and form and warn others about the worldwide war against humanity, which has been systematically waged by an organized collection of atheistic, technocratic, transhumanist investors, businessmen, public figures, professors, power brokers, philosophers, scientists, and engineers that span across the public, private, and academic sectors and from all corners of the globe. These highly influential, powerful, and wealthy technocratic transhumanists, also known as post-humans or anti-humans, have publicly declared that natural humans have no spirit or soul and the days of free will are over. Many post-human technocratic transhumanists believe that natural humans are merely useless beings they call hackable animals. Therefore, they have been working feverishly around the clock to prove that they are in fact the gods of the new era by grasping a hold of a concept they refer to as the human evolution of humans. By merging with machines via the fusion of the physical, the biological, and the digital worlds, the technocratic transhumanists march forward at warp speed on their personal quest for eternal life. Technocratic transhumanists aim to hijack and control the natural world in hopes of driving humans into a cyber second life metaverse 
prison planet matrix as well as engineer humanity out of existence through artificial intelligence robotics and genetic modification utilizing advanced widespread mind control techniques from social engineering to social media and big pharma to big tech the technocratic transhumanists not only have natural humans fighting with each other over race religion gender politics and socio-economic class rather than fighting against those who have actually wage war against humanity itself the technocratic transhumanists have convinced many natural humans to believe that they will also become gods if they too join with the technocratic transhumanists and merge with machine inside of the cyber world one of the most powerful and influential transhumanists of our time has publicly stated that transhumanism and christianity are very similar as they both offer immortality the latter offers eternal life with god in the heavens while the former offers immortality through the uploading of one's consciousness to the technocratic transhumanists via the prison planet metaverse matrix they refer to as the cloud in the sky will natural humans awaken from their trance and return to god the creator mother nature and or the natural world or will satan continue to draw them into the darkness under the guise of anointing everyone with god's status and supernatural powers can technology and humanity truly coexist in harmony or will the former eventually engineer the latter out of existence can we understand the technocratic transhumanist system enough to be able to live one foot outside of the matrix while living with one foot inside these are a few of the questions we seek answers to right here at the dust and gold standard all right yay woo! clapping for myself folks thank you very much no that's sort of the beginning of trying to shape up what we've talked about here in 70 episodes in less than one page. So I'm going to continue to refine that. I'd love to get your feedback, folks. So email me at goldatpain.tv or hit me up at any of the social media accounts. Uh, links are down in the description of this episode. If you're listening over at pain.tv slash gold, you know, shoot me a message, private message, or tag me. Sometimes I don't see the stuff over there that you tag me in for some reason or i'll see it come to me an email and then i have an issue replying to you so once in a while i have to pop on the desktop and log in and i'm able to uh answer you guys so let me know what you think about that what i'm missing where you'd like to see this go so we're just trying to shape up where we've been in these first 70 episodes and hopefully by the time we hit 100 episodes which will be 30 days from now since we put out a show every day we will answer those questions and then we'll start to decide what direction we're going to take this show in now folks there are hundreds upon hundreds of episodes i have outlined books i need to get to white papers i need to cover uh in order to fully 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 understand for myself and to be able to educate you on where these people are taking us in the future so i hope you enjoyed that and feel free to give me your feedback as we shape that narrative and we'll start to figure out how to eventually break that down into a common sense a thomas Paine common sense type of pamphlet which would be fantastic obviously because we are under the banner 
uh, pain.tv slash gold and the Thomas Payne podcast, which is the mothership uh, right here at pain.tv. And so I want to take this and basically create a common sense style pamphlet on technocratic transhumanism, something that is easy, maybe with some illustrations and or some memes. We have to obviously write this and design this in a way that the younger folks will fully understand. Maybe we're going to have to build a training world inside of the metaverse itself. <laughs> I don't know, folks. we got to figure out how to reach these kids, and we have to figure out how to show them, at least in this sort of bridge stage, that technology should be utilized as a tool and not become a way of life. And so I'm going to be working on a lot of that stuff myself right here in my personal life with my wife figuring out how we are going to educate our child on a range all the way from full Amish to uh, being a programmer and then let them make their decision at you know 16 17 18 years old on how they want to live where they want to go and It'll be hard to decide that, obviously, until then, because the world is constantly advancing. And even according to the technocrats, we are going to reach this point of exponential growth of technology. As we are nearing that, if we have not hit it yet, uh, we are getting close. And so by the time my child is that age, who knows what the world is going to look like. But we have to let them choose between full Amish or full Matrix. And if they choose somewhere in the middle, that's where most of us are living right now. And so that'll have to be something that uh, I am happy with and I'll support them in. But we're going to go through all this on the show. As I take this journey over the next several years, I'm going to be sharing this with all of you and hopefully it will help you with your kids and your grandkids and our ability to warn them about how they should reject a full-blown life inside of the matrix and make them aware of the beauties and the wonders of the natural world ladies and gentlemen i'm going to take a quick break don't worry i'm not stepping outside into the natural world i'm going to sit right here in this studio surrounded by the matrix technology as i take a sip of my tea i'll be right back this is dust and gold with the dust and gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. Join the discussion at Payne.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Payne.tv. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. All right, folks, so I hope you enjoyed that little piece. Didn't take me long to write, but it's sort of the basis for figuring out what this show is, where we're going, the book we're putting together, and this common sense style I wouldn't say a pamphlet. I don't know. It'll have to be presented in various uh, mediums, but we're working on it. All right, let's go into this, folks. We covered this uh, a bit, as I've said, but I really want to start to lay the foundation of what technocracy is, uh, where it came from, and the same with transhumanism. And so then we'll explain how the two really converge 
And that's what we're going to get to in a, in a week or so from now, this concept of technocratic transhumanism. And that will become the basis of how I look at things, the lens I will look at things from uh, that point going forward. Because I do believe this technocratic transhumanist movement is the war on humanity itself. And that is what I feel like I have to wake people up to and that we need to focus on. Not to say, not to say that other things you focus on are not important. Okay. Uh, obviously getting involved with local politics, um, that kind of stuff is important and everyone can do that to varying degrees in their life at the end of the day if you can overcome this technocracy then returning to small government local government is obviously you know the solution i just think that right now the technocracy is so widespread they're so far advanced that a lot of the stuff people worry about really isn't um, a pressing matter at this point. It's almost like you're running around trying to put out these little fires when the big fire is just burning everything down or trying to plug these little holes in your ship uh, one at a time when there's a tsunami coming about to knock the ship over. And so, uh, for example, I just was talking to someone on Twitter. They had tagged me in a um, thread. or Actually, it was, it was an article. Uh, really well done, really well detailed. Uh, I wouldn't know, you know, how much of it was true because I would have to spend a hundred hours actually researching all of the sources and uh, inside this article. But it was basically breaking down uh, what what the CDC did and COVID. Uh, and all these different lies and rigging of the numbers. And so I wrote back to this person respectfully uh, asking, you know, what does it really matter? Do we really need further confirmation uh, that we are correct? I mean, I believe that these people were intentionally trying to kill uh, a large amount of humans. And, and that still may be the case. These may be delayed reaction shots that spread cancer, give stroke, heart attack, or whatever. We've covered a lot of the technology that the government admits to having, you know, the ability to kill you with uh, injections and nanoparticles and stem cells and stuff that they can do in a delayed manner. So we haven't seen the full outcome of the jab yet, or even what COVID may have been. Maybe it was some uh, bioengineered disease inside of a lab like Fort Detrick that they released on everyone, and we're eventually going to see the ramifications of that. We don't know. We don't really know. And so this article goes into CDC rigging numbers, but what happens with me folks is i look at this and i go wow that is a lot of noise it's a lot of noise and then what it shows is that at best the cdc is incompetent and at worst they're rigging numbers and so to me if if i already believe based on the technologies i see the government admits to <clears throat> excuse me what we've witnessed is already happening if i believe that this is part of a mass depopulation scheme, you know, coupled with the possibility of connecting some people up to the Internet of Bodies, 
then I don't need further confirmation of this. And I definitely don't need to be led down a trail that tells me that the CDC is incompetent, you know, and or rigging numbers or it's about profits or whatever it may be. And so um, I said to the person, do we really need this information? Do we really need to further prove our own beliefs? And they said, yes, because there's still not a lot of people waking up and we have to give them this information. And then, uh, Dr. Vernon, the one that uh, Mike Moore plays a lot of his stuff, you know, says people are waking up. We need to wake people up. Well, if you believe it's a death shot, then I I don't know why I would spend time waking up people who already took the, the, uh, the death shot. The other thing is, I don't know how much people get out and um, talk with other people, you know, whether you still go to an office or you hang out in the grocery store. But I talk to a lot of people. I have a wide net of people in the real world. You know, some people, obviously, I communicate with through Facebook, but they're people that I know from the real world, friends of mine from the real world. And so I talk to a lot of those people. I know a lot of people in the grocery stores. I am very interested in the human condition. So I talk to a lot of people. I extract a lot of intelligence from people. And what I generally find, and this is in my life, maybe you see it differently, uh, but the vast majority, not all, but the vast majority of people that have taken the jab are basically vested in this. They bought into it. And so they are never going to necessarily turn away from the so-called science. Um, I can tell already with them that the moment the government snaps the fingers and tells them to mask back up because a new variant is here, yes, they're always saying there's new variants, but they haven't done the big push. Once they do the big push and they slap the targets down on the ground in the grocery stores and put the, the glass back up and tell people to put on the mask, there's you know, 60% of people are ready to jump right back into COVID land, the high school theater production. That's just my belief. So I don't focus on those people in my life on uh, trying to convince them of anything. I'm trying to further educate the people who are already woke to this stuff, who have already gripped the cable attached to the back of their head and are trying to disconnect themselves from the matrix or have already, and then try to further warn them about what the real plans are behind what they witnessed over the last two and a half years. So if people understand the goal of technocratic transhumanism, then they will understand everything that happened the last two and a half years will fall into place for them. But for those people who willingly swallow the blue pill, I I just don't spend a lot of time on them, nor do I believe it's my responsibility to try to wake up so-called wake up people who don't want to be woke. Some people want to live inside of the matrix. And so let them let them that's what i say don't waste a lot of your energy uh banging your head against the wall and trying to wake up people who would rather be asleep continue to educate those who are already woke and try to show them what this is all about where it's going where it came from so we can build an actual coalition of people to fight back against it or eventually a group of people that are going to have to flee to one area and build our own new breakaway civilization separate from the transhumans or the zombies or whatever the hell is going to grow out of this fourth industrial revolution that's just my thoughts folks so i don't mean to argue with people i'm not talking down to you 
I'm just saying that uh, that sometimes I think put this stuff into perspective and use your energy to try to further educate people who want to be educated. Maybe they don't have time to sit around and listen to this show or go online and research stuff. So figure out how to boil it down like I just did with what I read to you in your own words and try to wake up your friends to this stuff, the ones who aren't jabbed, the ones who are trying to live outside the system, but maybe they just don't have time. And that's how you can spread this knowledge and save other people but to try to to beat people in the head who already took the jab already got the booster people that'll put on the mask people that get in line people that are up on the cattle car i mean just just let them go just let them go and focus on further educating the people who want to be all right let me get into technocracy a bit first folks and so i'm just over at wikipedia i uh, scan this thing it is generally uh, accurate based on all the research i've done it will go deeper with this stuff but right now we're kind of skimming the surface this is the forty thousand foot view again we've touched on some of this stuff but we're going to go a little bit further tonight so let's just talk about technocracy first then we're going to talk about transhumanism and then this way you'll start to see uh, the differences between the two, the similarities between the two, and you'll understand why people like Peter Thiel, Elon Musk, Dennis Bushnell, these guys are both technocrats and transhumanists. Okay, and then what we're going to end up with is this merger uh, called technocratic transhumanism. All right, so technocracy is a form of government in which the decision maker or makers are selected based on their expertise in a given area of responsibility, particularly with regard to scientific or technical knowledge. All right? And, and this isn't just some stuff that Wikipedia is making up. There is actual history to technocracy. We're going to get into that a little bit. So technocracy is a form of government in which the decision maker or makers are selected based on their expertise in a given area of responsibility, particularly with regard to scientific or technical knowledge. Okay, so it's a form of government where the decision makers are selected based on their expertise, okay, in, a, in an area generally of science and, and technical knowledge and engineering. This system explicitly contrasts with representative democracy, the notion that elected representatives should be the primary decision makers in government. And so what we supposedly have here is a representative democracy, a constitutional republic, a liberal democracy, however you want to call it. We vote for our congressmen. We vote for the senators, although that has completely changed since the founding of the country. So that system isn't even intact to how we vote for um, our senators. And then within our state, we vote for representatives. You know, within your town or your city, you generally vote for council members. Uh, you vote for a mayor. So it's a representative style government. So what the technocrats believe is that we should not have these elected officials, these elected so-called representatives that meet in a legislature and vote on law, that the system should be run by selected scientists and engineers and technologists. 
So let's continue here. The system explicitly contrasts, I'm just repeating this, with representative democracy. The notion that elected representatives should be the primary decision makers in government, though it does not necessarily imply eliminating elected representatives. Decision makers are selected based on specialized knowledge and performance rather than political affiliations, parliamentary skills, or popularity. So basically it's a rating system in which you would pick people with the highest level degrees. And so as you know, within our own government, we have these representatives that vote on the laws, they vote on uh, allocating money. You know, we're talking about within Congress, and that would be the legislative branch. And then you have the executive branch, which is the president, and then all these departments in the government under the president that are uh, staffed with directors and employees that are chosen by the president, you know, the directors, and certain levels within those agencies. And then those department uh, directors then have managers, and then they hire people. And so all that is bureaucracy. That is all run by these people with these degrees. Okay. The term technocracy was initially used to signify the application of the scientific method to solving social problems. In its most extreme form, technocracy is an entire government running as a technical or engineering problem and is mostly hypothetical. All right. So think about that. In its most extreme form, technocracy is an entire government running as a technical or engineering problem, folks. An engineering problem. So basically, the entire system operates like a tech company, or they look at the problems within the system and always try to refine and correct those problems. When we get back, more on technocracy, ladies and gentlemen. I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. 